Hey everybody, welcome back to Trial by Pilot. This is the show where we judge an entire series of television and the work of hundreds on one episode. I'm Bill Lynch. I'm Elizabeth Lynch. And tonight we're talking about an older show. Somewhat. Somewhat older show. Well, yeah, it's, it's like six months old or something. <laughs> we're talking about The Politician on Netflix. There's too many shows that like we would never be able to do every show in real time. It's like very rare that we do a show and it like just came out. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> well, we try. We sort of. <laughs> <laughs> this was on our list. I, th- I think it was in the fall, maybe. Yeah. Season one came out, and we just never never got around to it. There were just too many shows in the fall, mm-hmm. and after like two or three months went by, we're like, all right, I'll take this one off the list because now it's old. Right. That's kind of like the process, yeah. <laughs> basically. Um. But it's coming back on June 19th for a second season. So just a couple days away. So if you were into the first season, you're in luck. And if you're just finding out about it now through this podcast, then I'm surprised. Follow along with us. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know where I was going with that. Um, This was created and or produced by Ryan Murphy. Okay. Who? What else did he do? He did Glee. Oh, okay. American Horror Story. Nine One One. Sorry, you really caught me off guard with that. <laughs> That's one of his shows. Yes, and that... the spinoff Nine One One Vegas or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> I think it's Vegas, right? I think so. Who oh cares? my gosh! If I don't even know how we know about that show because I think it's on Fox. It must be on Fox. I think so. Probably like from like Bob's Burgers. Oh, yeah. Like watching the commercials when we watch Bob's Burgers. I mean, the (sighs) commercials for this show are just so ludicrous and over the top. Like it's about a 911 dispatch team and like the cops that respond to the calls. And like the very first preview for the first season was like some dude was wrapped up by like a giant anaconda and (laughs) like just the most insane shit. But they had like Connie Britton. And uh, Peter Krause and I want to say Jennifer Love Hewitt. I don't know if she was in the first season, but like oh, yeah. they had, there was someone else on there too. And it was like, a, like big names. Yeah. They were, you're like, well, should I, like, they're always on good shows. Should I like this show? Should I watch it? But well, it's so ridiculous. Now, I don't know if it's 911 or 911 Vegas. Isn't Rob, um, who's on Parks and Rec? I'm totally blanking out on his name. I don't know who you mean. Ann Perkins' boyfriend. Rob Lowe? Rob Lowe, yeah, yeah. Oh, is he? I think so, yeah. Oh. Yeah. We just laugh every time those commercials come on because it just seems so ridiculous. Yeah. That doesn't seem to fit with Glee. And, like, not not that, like, every show you do has to be, like, it's completely in the same vein, but it doesn't, like, those those are three, American Horror Story, 911, and Glee <laughs> seem like three very different. <laughs> right, right pieces um so we should say before we get into the plot that even the show had a warning at the beginning yeah because it does deal with some sensitive topics including suicide mm-hmm. um, so if that kind of stuff is if you're very sensitive to that kind of thing just be aware so we start with uh, Peyton played by Ben Platt mm-hmm. who was in Glee I think um no? I never watched Glee. 
I don't remember him from Glee, but I didn't finish watching all of it. But I think he's known for... Um, 911. No. Oh, Pitch Perfect. He was in Pitch Perfect, not Glee. Oh, okay. I know he was in some singy thing. Some singy thing? You mean he's like a Broadway, a well-known Broadway actor? <laughs> yeah, like a singy thing. <laughs> no, he was in um, uh, Dear Evan Hansen. That's like, I think, where everyone knows him from. A Broadway show. You wouldn't know him from that. You but. think more people know him from that than from Pitch Perfect? Um, uh, no. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think you're really up on the whole like Broadway oh fandoms. Gosh. I'm sorry, white woman. Like, do you th- do you really think that? What does that have ev- to do with it? Like, just that everyone because- knows people from Broadway. Like, oh, he's a big Broadway star. Obviously, everyone knows him from that. <laughs> I think that people who are really into it, like, then would follow him to... Yes, okay, oh. fine. Probably you're right. Probably more people know him from Pitch Perfect. Yes. But he is, like, known for <laughs> Dear Evan Hansen. I just like your argument. If you're, like, really into Broadway, you definitely know him from that. Like, yeah, no shit. But not everyone is really into Broadway. Pitch Perfect was, like, a huge blockbuster movie. I just think you're completely obtuse when it comes to Broadway. <laughs> like, you don't know anything at all about Hamilton. It. Who's in it? Uh... Nobody anymore because Lynn Manuel's not. What's the point? We already missed out. Okay. <laughs> right? Who's in it now? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Busted. I'm, listen, I'm not like super crazy, but I know like the broad strokes and like who like started. Like I just know that that's like him, his big role. Oh boy. Listen, listeners tweet at us and let us know where you know Ben Platt from. Okay. <laughs> the answer is Pitch Perfect and Pitch Perfect 2. The sequel. Anyway. Whatever. Peyton is interviewing with the dean of Harvard, and he's saying how he wants to be the president of the United States one day, and he's been studying the presidency since he was seven, and everyone since Reagan was their high school president, so like, I think he's going into his senior year now, so obviously he's shooting for that. And the only difference between the presidents is, you know, some come from really rich families and some come from really poor families, and he has both. Because he was adopted by an insanely rich family, but he was the only child of a cocktail waitress and was put up for adoption. Yes. So the dean is like, all right, I want to know the real you, though. Have you ever searched out your birth mother? Like, and it starts asking, like, really personal questions. Yeah. And you see, like, Peyton's getting really uncomfortable. His foot's shaking underneath the table. Mm-hmm. He's like, when's the last time you cried? And he said, it's at the end of It's Wonderful Life. Like, I was like, everyone cries at the end of that. Right. <laughs> And he was like, did you cry because you were moved or because you felt like you should? And he was like, does it matter? (laughs) (laughs) And he was like shaking and like, you know, fidgeting. Then we're introduced to River and Astrid. Wait, hold on. I really liked the opening credits of this show. Mm. I don't remember what the song was, but it was like this really cool graphics and animation of like a person being created almost like carved oh. out of like wood and like all their different like interests and stuff oh. and then like i started typing my notes up and i missed the most oh of the opening it credits. was cool we should go back and watch Darn. it all right yeah so river and astrid are in bed after having sex and she admits that you know she she fakes it all the time and it's because she needs to give him the self-confidence he needs to become the man she knows he can be and she's like, like, I don't know how to even explain it. Just like cold, cold. and yeah. Yeah. 
All right, I know how to explain it. She's cold. <laughs> She's cold. <laughs> so she leaves, and we see River going through his dad dad's drawers in his office, and then he's sitting at their table with a gun in his hand, just like contemplating things. But by the way, these are all like very very upper class white kids in California. Who, I wouldn't say upper class. I'd say like the the wealthy, like right, right, the yeah, one yeah. percent. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're very very rich. So he's sitting at this ostentatious table when Peyton pulls up in his car, runs in, and starts yelling at him for running against him for school president. Right. And High school. High school, high school, high school, school senior president. president. <laughs> uh, yeah, high school. And if he wins, Peyton's going to tell everyone that they slept together. Right. Then there's a debate at school, and Peyton, you know, starts out answering this question about removing racial racial epithets from Huck Finn. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's like. Clearly, like, politician bullshit, but he's really good at politician bullshit. Yeah. He's really good at it and super polished. And then River gets a question. Uh, something about, like, should the school be able to limit the size of soft drinks that's, that students buy? Right. And he's like, no. Yes. Who cares? Right. Uh, and there's applause. But then he gets really serious and gets really deep and admits that he has attempted suicide last year. And tells everyone this really heartfelt story and everyone's captivated, except for Peyton's girlfriend and his two campaign advisors, <laughs> who are also like really into politics and like wanna yeah. wanna make it big in DC, but like they're not the politician type, so they're like latching on to Peyton. And they're all in high school. Yeah, yeah. So they suggest he finds someone who is quote unquote differently abled. And so we see like a couple short scenes of Peyton talking to an autistic girl on the bus and a guy who had like some kind of spinal condition that like Mm -hmm. prohibited from him from walking correctly. And then he's talking to a girl who's undergoing chemotherapy treatments. And And they're all like, we know what you're doing. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) It's very transparent. Yeah. And well, and, th- and that's what we should go back and see. Like, one of the reasons he was so upset that River was going to run, he's like, you're going to beat me. He's much more likable. He's a popular, good-looking guy, lacrosse player. And, like, this guy just, like, wants to be president. And on paper, like, just should be. Right, you know, like, right. so he's he's not as likable as River is. So they all kind of, like, know he's full of shit. Yeah. And so he's talking to this girl who has cancer, Infinity is mm-hmm. her name. And... Then we see her with her Nana, who is using her to get a table at a restaurant. Who was that actress? Did you recognize her from anything? I recognize her, but I don't know from what. Oh, now I know who it was. Oh, it was that Broadway show, right? No. Yeah, of course not. Shut it was from something on television. Shut <laughs> um, I recognized her from American Horror Story. It was... Um, oh, yes. What? Jessica. Jessica Lang. Yeah. It's so funny. I was like, could not place her at all. We were watching it last night. Oh, it yeah, just me popped neither. into my head. Yeah. Go on. And so, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so someone offers them their spot at this restaurant. And, you know, during dinner, they're talking and she's trying to convince Infinity to say yes to being Peyton's running mate. But she's like, you know, I don't like being used. And the next day he asks her again and she says no. And... 
Then he goes outside and finds out Rivers' VP pick is a non-gender conforming black person at the school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, if, you know, the, uh, the the two advisors were pretty funny in, like, their reactions. To oh, things. yeah, they were great. I loved them. Uh, <laughs> Can we just stop and say, like, everyone, almost everyone is, like, impossibly rich at this school. The school yeah. is insane. It's, like... The best of the best everything. Yeah. And so, like, even these, like, high school campaign managers are wearing probably, like, $600 suits. Like, that one girl <laughs> had, like, her outfits were $600, like, easily. But one girl sitting there with, like, a fucking Birkin bag, his girlfriend. <laughs> Just insane. And I don't know if high schools like this actually exist. I have no idea. It's, it's probably stretching it a little bit. Yeah. Like, maybe, like, their maturity level i think might have been right right stretched you know but, but yeah i'm sure it's not what that they far have off. no that's yeah. probably real <laughs> so Peyton goes to uh to rivers after school to confront him again and you know he's like yelling at him but river like just gently caresses his face and i don't remember if he apologizes or he says something but then the screen goes black and we hear a gunshot yeah and we see 18 months earlier. So we flash back to Peyton with his mom, played by Gwyneth Paltrow, and his, like, two douchebag brothers. Ugh. Yeah, like, like the worst. You know, caricature. Yeah. Although, maybe not that far off yeah, from, from real life. They were, like, really mean to him. But they must have been, like, twins or something. Yeah. And so they, they leave to, like, go attend a, like, net neutrality? Or pr- yeah. <laughs> so, so something like, like that. <laughs> And you know, did you say Gwyneth Paltrow's his mom? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. And so she goes on like about how you know, even though he's adopted, he's her actual favorite yeah. child. By the way, she's sitting there painting something for a fundraiser, a portrait of a child from Somalia who's <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, like like the the lives of these people. She's like, oh, this is for a fundraiser. Like to have a life where you just like sit and paint a portrait for a fundraiser, <laughs> and like that's what you do all day in this like. Gorgeous caftan. Like, <laughs> gorgeous caftan. <laughs> I uh, mean, listen, we made fun of Gwyneth Paltrow on the. When we lab. did our, our Goop Lab uh, Netflix party, <laughs> if anyone joined in. Um, if you didn't go watch the first episode of Goop Lab, yeah. just to see how ridiculous It's ridiculous, she is. and she's an asshole. <laughs> but oh my God, she's beautiful in this show. <laughs> Uh, then River shows up to tutor Peyton in Mandarin. And so they go upstairs. They practice Mandarin for about 20 seconds. Mm-hmm. And then they have like a little moment and Peyton lets himself be vulnerable, which he usually doesn't. And they talk about like trying so hard to be happy. Mm-hmm. And River kisses him quickly. And then the next day at school, Astrid, River's girlfriend, confronts Peyton at the library and says, you know, I know what happened. It's fine. I always, like, figured River was gender fluid, but, like, I want to be part of it, too. So come over after school and we'll all get it on. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's... He... Peyton's in the library and he, like, pulls a book out and she's, like, right behind the book. Yeah. So he panics, put puts the book away, turns and runs in the other direction, but then when he, like, goes behind the next set of stacks, she's, like, standing there. Yeah. You know? Then we go back to present day and we see Peyton's out on the steps with blood on him talking to the police... And Astrid comes up and he said and says he did this because of you. Yeah, which was pretty 
pretty fucking cold. cold blooded. Yeah. She's cold. She's cold. She's cold. I would say she's That's cold. how I describe her. <laughs> uh, so back at home, Peyton is talking with his mom, saying how he should be crying. He's just like not feeling anything. He doesn't feel things like other people do. Yeah. It's like maybe I'm a sociopath. And then they have a memorial at the school, and Peyton speaks and then sings a song. I'm sorry, what? He sings a song. Was any of that incorrect? You just like seemed like nonplussed about this song. <laughs> this is like one of my favorite songs in the world. <laughs> what is it? I don't even know. It's a Joni Mitchell song. I also, I, I mean, it sounded familiar to me. Yeah. But I was also taking that opportunity to write up notes because we didn't pause the show at all. And I have to take a lot of notes. And I'm sorry. There was like a three and a half minute song. I was like, now I can type. Okay. Well, I'm sorry that you typed through that because it's, I, I think it's called River. I mean, it was a beautiful song. A beautiful he has a beautiful song. voice. You know that song. It's coming on Christmas. Yeah. Cutting down trees. I'm just letting our viewers know. I know the I got the name song. of the song wrong. Um, <laughs> anyway, he sang it because his name's River and it was beautiful. And like, it's, first of all, it's one of my favorite songs and maybe it's weird that he sang that in front of the whole school about it, about him. I don't know. Um, this show's weird enough that I was like, we'll just go with it. Right. Also, if you have Ben Platt in your show and like, just make him sing. <laughs> because he's he has an amazing voice. And it was weird because I'm like, how's this kid like not known for the drama club? Because he like clearly is the best voice of anyone in this entire school. Right. But like that's not what he's known for. Then yeah. he just like sang this like flawless rendition. <laughs> oh my god, I love that song. I I really really liked that scene, even if it was a little weird <laughs> and forced. <laughs> and everyone was crying. Like everyone was moved. It was beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Um, Including Astrid. Who's yes, Astrid even shed, shed a tear. Um, and before he went on, his advisors were one of his advisors were like, you know. I know this isn't the time to say this, but you're running unopposed now. Right. Except after he's done singing, Astrid follows him to say something and says, she's running for president now. And now they'll be the only female ticket. Yep. The only all female ticket at the school. And if you want to keep River's memory alive, you vote for what he believed in, which is what I believe in. Mm-hmm. And then Peyton gets home and there's a letter from Harvard waiting. And he finds out he got waitlisted mm. and like freaks out about that. I feel that. <laughs> Did you get waitlisted for Harvard? <laughs> no, not for Harvard, but I did get waitlisted for grad school. <laughs> then Peyton goes to his girlfriend's house and finds out she got into Harvard, but she's like totally focused on him and helping him win the election. And so they're going to fake break up. This is all her idea because he needs sympathy votes now. So she's going to post something about how she cheated on him and she does. And it immediately gets like dozens of people commenting and like calling her a slut. Like she posts it. And then one second later, the first comment is slut. I'm so glad I didn't go to high school in the age of Instagram. <laughs> I really, really am. And you know, his advisors are sitting there like, Oh, this is good. Um, see, we didn't have Instagram, but we had the list. 
Have we talked about this before? I think we did once before. Well, it was a list that was emailed to everybody. Right. <laughs> that one person wrote. Yeah, but it was a just bunch like, of shit on. It was just like a bunch of shit talking gossip about people. Right. She just like had a bunch of shit on everybody. She actually coincidentally was our class president. Oh my gosh. That's right. <laughs> well, now you outed him. Or something, like some office. <laughs> anyway. So. <laughs> then Peyton replies to her post saying that he's heartbroken and he starts getting tons of likes and sympathy comments. And then the next day at school, you know, like everybody in the hallway is like patting him on the shoulder and like giving him sympathetic looks. A teacher comes out of the class and he's like, you know, just show up to the final. I'll give you an A. Like, yeah. what? What? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Uh, and then he walks by his girlfriend and they don't even look at each other. But it was agreed upon beforehand that whenever this happened, he would get to the end of the hall and turn around. And, and she would turn her. around yeah. too. And she like needed that. She yeah. just, that's the only thing she asked that he like turned and looked around. Yeah. And he didn't. Yeah. Hmm. He just kept going. Yeah. He was riding a little high on all that sympathy for yeah. everybody. Infinity gets home to her house where Peyton is there talking with her Nana and... You know, he's still trying to get her on board to be mm-hmm. his uh, running mate. And he's implying, like, you could make so much money off of Instagram ads, and I could even lend you some money. And, you know, him and the Nana are hitting it off. And yeah. then if Infinity just, like, finally breaks she's, and starts saying, like, he's a fake. He's so clearly a fake. Yeah. And then Peyton's like, you know what? She's right. And then he breaks down, starts to cry, finally, and admits that he loved River. Mm-hmm. And... Then we see him leaving their house, gets into the car, and he gets on the phone with his advisors, I'm assuming, mm-hmm. and says, we got her. Yeah. So the next day at school, he announces her as his running mate. This is like and- everybody in Veep, but like in, that was like <laughs> high school first. Yes. <laughs> this is like Veep one-third the age. <laughs> Who's Mike McClintock? <laughs> God damn it. We have to keep watching the show to find out, I uh, think. He's so good. <laughs> um, so he announces her as his running mate, and everyone's eating it up. And, you know, now he's watching from the crowd with his advisors as she's, like, getting all these cheers. Mm-hmm. And someone comes up to him and says, you know, she's faking it, right? Mm-hmm. She's not really sick. Yeah. And he's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. And that's when the pilot ends, to The politician. Yeah. Which, by the way, I guessed pretty early on that she was faking it did you i don't think i did you must have never seen the documentary mommy dead and dearest i did not (laughs) oh my god the documentary mommy dead and dearest i watched at my cousin's house and i didn't know that we were going to be watching it nobody warned me what it was even about and it was the creepiest thing i've ever seen and it was just like this woman who like it just intentionally made her daughter sick and they got to go to disney world she had like make a wish all this stuff like all this sympathy and she wasn't really sick it was it was like disgusting it was like so bad but anyway then later the daughter like and she would like keep her in the house and stuff and later the daughter like started dating this guy online and they fucking killed the mom they killed her Oh, I remember hearing about that. Maybe from you. Probably. I was very, very creeped out by it. Yeah. 
And um, even, I think they even had, and this, this girl, Bill, is like so, I mean, the mother intentionally made her sick. So like, she's like, has effects of this that are going to like affect her her oh, whole sure. life. Yeah. And like, even like the way she like made her like act younger, like the way she talks is so much younger. And like, one time I saw her on Dr. Phil, like I saw that she was going to be on Dr. Phil and I couldn't even... I couldn't even watch it because like the entire story, so creepy. Anyway, because of my knowledge of this type of behavior, (laughs) I knew right away that that's what was going on in this show. Do you think that's what it is though? Or is she, is the girl like the mastermind behind it? They probably both are. They're both benefiting from it. Well, yeah, sure. They're getting to go to like Disney and yeah, whatever, yeah. you know? Um, so what did you think of the pilot to the politician? I, I really liked it. Oh yeah. Yes, I did. I wrote in my notes, like, I don't know why I like shows about high school so much <laughs> <laughs> because all of the shows about high school that we watch, I always love. And I don't know if it's, because we've all been in high school before that there's just like always like something that you can relate to. Yeah. Like it's just like this common. Sure. Common hard place. Everybody's Although what did you relate to in this? Oh, well, (laughs) no, I mean, that's fair. I related to very little, but just like the common like struggles that every teen, like those two kids sitting down and talking about, like, they don't know how to feel about stuff. And like, that i don't know i just like when people can find some kind of common ground on their feelings <laughs> like, that's usually okay. what these shows about high school do yeah yeah so anyway i i did like it a lot it was a little ridiculous it was a little yeah. over the top yeah every house everything even even the less well, like I think that um, Infinity and her Nana were like not really all that well off, but even their house was like a ridiculous like. I think that was like just visually that's what they were going for, but like every room was just so long, yeah, and, and big. I, I I loved I loved the set and the colors and yeah everything about it. I thought it was just so well done. I loved the costumes. <laughs> um. <laughs> I don't know, maybe you call it wardrobe and TV. I don't know, but... Uh, <laughs> you tell me. I don't know. <laughs> um, I thought wardrobe and costume were two different things, and weren't you just telling a story about that? Like when you were on Conan or something? Yeah, did I tell it on this podcast? Oh, I don't think so. I thought it was somewhere else. Oh, I was telling my dad about that. Yeah. About unions. Wardrobe is like once it's on them? Wardrobe is once other, it's on them. Yeah. Costume, because I'll just tell the story now. I was <laughs> I was a costume intern in college on Conan O'Brien when he had late night, and I was the costume intern. And there was there was a costume department and a wardrobe department. Now I didn't know any of this. All I knew is that I would run around New York City and look for monster gloves for a bit, and that was like life or death, um, or looking for blue stretch velour fabric. So that then the wardrobe people could construct it into a Mr. Kool-Aid Man giant costume thing. Okay. So like once, like wardrobe dressed Conan and the actors and like we like pulled everything. 
once the once it was on somebody, it was technically wardrobe, and like costume was not allowed to touch it. Like one day, an actor came up in the hallway and needed help tying his tie, and I went to go help him. Like I don't even know how to tie a tie, but I didn't know what to do. But he was cute, so <laughs> no, he's like an old guy. And I, what? Sounds like your type. <laughs> was it John and, Slattery? <laughs> no. And I got, like, yelled at by the costume person, which, like, nobody told me that I wasn't allowed to. She's like, this is a union issue. Like, we could have gotten in a lot of trouble. And, like, my, one of the other, like, costume people there, she was like, I don't know what the big deal is. You're not even in the union. You're just an intern. (laughs) But anyway, that's the story there. But the point is, I liked all of the clothes on this (laughs) show. (laughs) Long story short, and yes, I did meet Conan. Wow, that was what everyone had on their mind. <laughs> I liked it. Okay. I didn't love it. Okay. I, I I agree with all of your compliments of the show. Like, I think the sets and, and the wardrobe and the acting was good. Yeah. I don't think I have any complaints about the acting, actually. It... There were just little things here and there that bothered me, like little like lazy, like network TV things. Like he comes over to tutor him in Mandarin and they exchange one phrase in Mandarin and then they kiss and he's like, see you next, see you for the next lesson. Yeah. Like, come that on. That was stupid. That's we so both, fucking lazy. We both commented on that. Yeah. yeah. And it, it they just, couldn't have even made it look like time had passed. Right. Right. You know, like. <laughs> yeah. All you have to do is just cut and then start the scene over in the room right. and you just be like, oh, maybe it's an hour With later. Like a I don't know. like a plate of empty cookies or something. Sure, and then we yeah. know that time passed. Right. <laughs> um, and so it just makes me worry knowing that <laughs> this guy's behind like 911. <laughs> <laughs> like, is this just like a lazy show? I don't know. I also, also to be fair, we have never watched 911. I, we truly I, cannot judge it. Although now we have to do the pilot. I have seen plenty of 911 to judge. I it. think we have to do it to the pilot. <laughs> It was, it's built as a comedy and there were funny moments, but it's, it was mostly pretty serious and dramatic, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I felt like it was more serious dramatic than it was comedy. Yeah. But then there were like very strange comedic moments put in that didn't, sometimes it worked and sometimes I was like, that felt really out of place. Like, yeah, the, the, when he's in the library and Astrid like appears behind the books and then she's like across the library, like magically. See, like, that's very Glee to me. Oh, really? Yes. Like, actually, now that I know that it's Glee and I'm thinking back on it, like a lot of that, like definitely mm. checks out. I mean, it was just, you know, it was physically impossible. It was just a gag for the right. show, which I'm fine with. And I, I thought it was funny. Yeah. But the tone of the show was not that at all. So it felt a little bit out of place. And that one didn't even bother me that much. When he is getting like the sympathy at school and the teacher is like, hey, man, you know, just show up to the Mandarin test. I'll just give you an A. Like, what? That is so dumb. (laughs) Yeah, that was stupid. But you know what? It does remind me of that. And actually, there's this other show. And now I'm curious. (sighs) Shit, I can't think of the name of this show. It had Emma Roberts in it. Scream Queens? Yes. That's also Ryan Murphy. Okay. Yeah. How did, <laughs> I was looking up Dead Queens. Okay. <laughs> Dead I, Queens. I watched almost all of Scream Queens. 
Oh, boy. It had Kiki Palmer in it, and it was ridiculous. But now that I know American Horror Story, I, mean, I only watched one season of it. Same. American Horror Story, this, and Scream Queens, and Glee, like, that all makes sense to me. Yeah. It's very much like that. This reminded yeah. me a lot of Scream Queens, now that we're thinking of it. That that was more that was a little more ridiculous. Yeah, but that's that's interesting to me. It, this reminded me of a cross between Glee and Cruel Intentions. Hmm. I mean, I never watched Glee, but that sounds right. <laughs> Cruel Intentions. Let's watch that again. The movie. Yeah. All right. Oh my god, Angela and I used to <laughs> love that movie. We watched it all the time. I'm very sure you did. That's got <sighs> your girl Reese in it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I liked it. Just certain moments felt more out of place than they even should in like a goofy comedy. Like really, mm-hmm. like I was like, that feels weird in this show. Yeah, you know how I like my tone to really be. Yes, set. you <laughs> do comment on tone a lot. <laughs> it's an important part of a of a pilot. Have they gotten the tone right, guys? <laughs> Before you make a show, just make sure the tone checks out because Bill's gonna say something about it. <laughs> <laughs> One of us has to offer real insight into this podcast. God. <laughs> Every time you just say the tone. You don't think tonally the show was a little off? I think... I th- or inconsistent? I didn't think it was inconsistent. Oh my I didn't. Now that, I, now that I'm like putting it all together and knowing like how all those other shows are, I wouldn't say the tone is inconsistent. I think the tone is just... I mean, you can the tone. You can make the tone inconsistent on purpose. Yeah. Which I think they did. It just felt inconsistent to me. Okay. So fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Bill won that argument. Yeah. <laughs> so it obviously got a second season since it's starting in a couple days. Yeah. Do you think you will continue to watch The Politician? Yeah, I think so. I liked it. I'm looking for something okay. new and fun mm. and fresh. Yeah. Yeah. Although, I don't know. They, someone did kill himself. So, yeah. I don't know how fun it is, but <laughs> yeah. it's quirky. And I like that in a show. And honestly, I liked Gwyneth Paltrow in this show. And I don't like Gwyneth Paltrow. So, I don't want people to come at me. <clears throat> But she's a good actor. She's yeah, she was good. just an asshole. I mean, yeah, she she wasn't in this a ton, not in the pilot. It's just song. hard to like her, but I really did like her character in this show. I feel like she either also created this or she's probably like an EP or something. Yeah, because who puts Gwyneth Paltrow on a TV show? <laughs> Herself. That's it. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> And she's like, I want a part where I just wear gorgeous silk caftan. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's an EP. Shopping. And I paint. Yeah. <laughs> Executive producer for those not in the biz. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I'm assuming you would recommend The Politician. You yeah. seem to like it quite a bit. I liked it. What would, what do you think? What would, would you? Are you going to keep watching it? Uh, I, I don't know. I... It's been, it's been tough. Come on. It's just been watch tough it. the last year or so. Like, a show really has to be good and, like, grab me and be like, 
this is interesting. Fucking watch me. Yeah. Because otherwise I just don't have the time. There's just too much other shit going I on. I know. We've let so many things just like fall to the wayside. Yeah, we've watched... we, we never finish. I almost brought it up the other night. We were trying to figure out what to watch. And I like was like, oh, forget it. I'm not even going to mention it. But the... What's the one with the game? The game? Elsewhere. Dispatches from Elsewhere. Oh, I gave up on that. Yeah, we're like not going to go back to we're not, that. We're not going like, to that. Who fucking cares what happened? Yeah. But, but I mean, we've watched other good pilots and... It has to be great. Or it has to be really short. (laughs) (laughs) Or it has to be really short. I'm looking for great television or short television. Yeah. (laughs) Because these full hour long episodes, guys. Yeah. People can't do this anymore. And I'm not talking about an hour long network. That's actually 44 minutes. I'm talking about a fucking hour long. Yeah. Because some people are going through this whole pandemic working from home with no children in the house and they're like cool yeah i'm gonna sit on my couch and work and watch tv and binge this and do that and it's like or you have 30 minutes a day maybe to yourself (laughs) right and that's the boat that we're in and one of those nights we're recording a freaking podcast and and watching a new pilot and we're barely holding on yeah jesus christ I would recommend it if you've seen any of those other shows by Ryan Murphy and like them, because while I haven't seen any of them, by your account, they it definitely has a similar feel yes. to those. Now that I know that he created all of those shows, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, if you were into... And now... And... Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I was just, <laughs> just going to say, if you were into... I was just going to uh, reiterate some of the shows, if you were into Glee or Scream Queens or any of those... Now I feel like we really need to watch 911 because what the fuck is that going to be like? Yeah, we can watch 911. We're going to do it. Oh, great. <laughs> Listen, here's the thing. I don't know when TV's shows are going to start being made again. Like we're going to have to watch We're going to watch a lot of cartoons. Seasons of 911. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> All right, everybody. If you have suggestions on shows for us to watch and we need them, yeah. Then email us at trialbypilot at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at trialbypilot. Go on to Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you're listening to this. Subscribe to the show. Leave a review. Tell a friend. Um, and thank you to The Beats for providing our theme music. Thank you, Beats. And Black Lives Matter. Bye. Bye.